The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Finish Strong Friday. It's a Picks Friday. It's uh, a, oh, it's a Winner's Friday. That's right. Presented by DraftKings. Thank you, Mike Singletary. I want winners. I want people that want to win. Yeah, it's really simple. We love those of you that just do something a little extra, just a little tiny extra thing. That's all we ask. Like NYG fan in CLT. So I guess it's NYG fan in Charlotte had an awesome tweet about Greg Cosell yesterday. Hit me up, Ross at RossTucker.com, NYG fan in Charlotte. Uh, I don't know if I have any Giants press passes, but I can see what press passes I have. Uh, they're very cool, by the way. You know, you've probably never seen them before, and you get a signed one with my name on it that you can show your buddy. Yeah, this is what you get if you're in the press box or on the field at a game. So anyway, let me know. Love that tweet, NYG fan in Charlotte. I think it was about Greg talking about Daniel Jones. The sponsor confirmation email winner is who took advantage of the code over at Simply Safe, which is very smart, Nate. You guys know that one's real personal to me. So congratulations, Nate, for securing your family. It's just like priceless in my mind. Anyway, the YouTube shout out, Rob the Rob. I wish you guys would just use your real name for some of these things. But Rob the Rob, hit me up. Let me know who you would like the YouTube shout out for all you have to do is go to youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, hit the thumbs up button and then comment on any video. And I see it when it's somebody new and I give you a cameo style video. You email me and you say, can you do a video for my brother or my wife or my fantasy league buddies or whatever? And I do the video, I record it. And then I send you the link to it on YouTube, which is pretty cool. And YouTube, by the way, is where you can see like the two or three best videos of each one of our shows. The two or three clips I think are the best from our shows, boom, they're right there, right there at YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL in the highlights. Speaking of the highlights, I love highlighting all of the new patrons we get. We, I don't think we've ever gotten this many patrons. I think it's because people are really into the even money bets, which I get. 
Um, you can get them in black and white. Every bet we make on the Even Money podcast, you can track our progress for each week. Then you also have the Friday picks, which I'm about to do verbally, the press box food grades, the power rankings, et cetera. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. All right, before we get into the picks and likely some other big news, let's talk about the Cardinals. 42-34 Thursday night football win over the New Orleans Saints. I just realized I never actually did the shout-out, by the way, Brian. Chaz Sims. Chaz, you're the, uh, you're the patron shout-out. You get, you get the shout-out today, patreon.com slash RT Media. Yes, we will absolutely get into the Christian McCaffrey trade with the Tux Takes. But let's start with last night. We had a football game that, you know, everybody's into. Both these teams are really beat up. I mean, the Saints are down six starters and first-round pick Peyton Turner. That's their seven inactive guys. Six starters and Peyton Turner. While the Cardinals didn't have James Conner, although, you know what? Eno Benjamin is good. Cardinals didn't have some other guys either, right? Rodney Hudson was still out. Left guard Justin Pugh's done for the year. Hollywood Brown, whatever. He's he's done for at least four weeks. But Eno Benjamin is a starting running back in the NFL. I noticed him against the Eagles. I noticed him a couple times this year. He can play. That guy is a player, and he showed it throughout the game. 42-34. I mean, think about that compared to the last couple Thursday night games. It started off... Wild. Andy Dalton had a bomb to Shahid, like a perfect pass on a deep post. There were two defenders down there. Beautiful throw from Andy Dalton, who this is going to sound weird, but Andy Dalton had one of the best games I've ever seen from a guy that threw three picks and two pick sixes. He really did. I mean, he, he had one of the best games I've ever seen from a guy that had three interceptions and two pick sixes. But he threw that touchdown 7 nothing. Cardinals actually moved the ball well early with Kyler Murray. Uh, Rondell Moore had a big play, but as they've had to do recently, they had to settle for a field goal. There were several plays that totally changed the game. On the next drive, the Saints marched 15 plays Nine minutes, but a really bad interception by Andy Dalton in the end zone. Really bad. Can't do it. Should have been a field goal at worst for the Saints to go up by seven. He tried to force it, and Antonio Hamilton in his seventh year got his first interception ever, which is crazy. And by the way, these teams just kept getting more and more beat up. The Cardinals lost their best run-stuffing D-tackle, Richard Lawrence, the Saints lost their corner, Bradley Roby. It was just a mess. Uh, some other things that stood out to me as I just mix and match here. Pete Werner, the second-year linebacker for the Saints. What a stud that guy is. Athletic, great face-up tackler, really good in space. He made a number of tremendous plays. I was thoroughly impressed by Pete Werner. The Cardinals had another nice drive, but again – Settled for a field goal after they tried another fade ball to Rondell Moore. A fade to 5'7 Rondell Moore, who got offensive pass interference for pushing off and still didn't catch it in the field of play. So they had 7'6. And then, can you believe this? Of all guys, 
Kevin White goes flying down the sideline. Kevin White, yes, former top 10 pick for the Bears, flying down the sideline, almost scored his first touchdown of his career with the Saints, with the New Orleans Saints. But he got caught from behind, so he wasn't flying that much. He looked like he was really rolling, though. Still led to a Taysom Hill touchdown. So the Saints are up 14-6, even though a 14-6, even though Andy Dalton threw that interception in the end zone. They're still up by eight points. Then you know what? A lot of, DeAndre Hopkins is a difference-making player. He had a bunch of catches in the game, and he he forced so many penalties. On the next drive, he had um, a bunch of catches and a couple penalties he forced to make it 14-14 after Kyler was telling Kingsbury to calm the bleep down. Those guys got into it a little bit. And I got to tell you, I I kind of liked it. I kind of liked seeing Kyler Murray that animated, that into it. At times, it feels like he, his body language at times almost feels like he doesn't care. He cared, man. I mean, he was fired up. He was into it. He wanted that win. I like it. I like that he was fired up. End of the first half, an absolute disaster for the New Orleans Saints. It's 14-14. Andy Dalton throws it to Callaway. Goes Marquez Callaway goes right through his hands and leads to a Marco Wilson pick six. Who you got to check out my my Twitter at Ross Tucker NFL. Um, the video of him jumping through the air is amazing. Like, I mean, Marco Wilson was flying through the air on a front flip. If you didn't watch the game or see the highlights yet, going into the end zone. So it's 20 to 14. That was not Andy Dalton's fault at all. Not at all. Then Andy Dalton, it was another pick six. This one was his fault. He got hit as he threw it right to Isaiah Simmons. Simmons takes it back to the house. They get a two-point conversion. Their second of the night, by the way, to Zach Ertz. So at halftime, it was 28-14. Andy Dalton had three interceptions in the first half, two pick sixes. And then after that, whatever. I mean, just some notes. Saints Saints had some good drives. Andy Dalton, I'm telling you, he he did a good, nice job. Other than that, uh, Kyler Murray did have a nice drive for a touchdown, a couple more of them. He just takes some unacceptable sacks. The Saints had so many penalties. I lost track. And it's really remarkable because the final score is 42-34. I know a lot of you overlap and listen to the Even Money podcast. We teased the Saints up to seven and a half. It lost by half a point. That's why those half a points mean a lot. Cardinals had two two-point conversions they got. You had the two um, pick sixes, the Andy Dalton interception in the end zone. Late in the game, the, the Saints could have kept going for a touchdown, but because they were down 11, if, if they were down 12 there, they keep going for the touchdown. But they're down 11, so they're like, oh, well, we'll touchdown now and then try to go the onside kick. Just a brutal Brutal beat. You know what else is brutal, by the way? Not having a home security system. Not knowing when you get home for sure that no one was in your house. 
Let's talk about saving big money right now with Simply Safe Home Security. They're offering you guys 40% off their advanced security system. Simply Safe was just named the best home security of 2022 by US News and World Report. Means a lot to me when I'm in a hotel like this. I'm up at West Point, got a college game tomorrow. Louisiana Monroe at Army Noon CBS Sports Network. I know my family's safe. I I know that they've got the safe, the simply safe security system on. It's it means a lot. I got a wife and two little girls. Don't miss this chance to save big when you protect your home with the best. Get forty percent off your order when you visit simplysafe.com slash tucker today. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes. That's simplysafe.com slash tucker. Go today. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Tuck Stakes. All right, before we get to the picks, the monster trade that went down in the NFL last night. Niners sent a second, a third, and a fourth round pick in 2023, as well as a 2024 fifth round pick to the Carolina Panthers for running back Christian McCaffrey. Very interesting trade on a bunch of different levels. First of all, I understand it from the Carolina Panthers' perspective to be able to get uh, Christian McCaffrey off the books from a salary cap standpoint. He's been injured a lot the last couple years. They feel like they're in a rebuilding process, and to get that many picks, that makes sense. They're probably going to have the number one pick this year, which helps a lot as they get a quarterback. So totally get it from Carolina's perspective. The one thing that's interesting from Carolina's perspective is who's making this decision? Is it Scott Fitterer, the GM? Because you'd think he's probably staying then if David Tepper, the owner, is entrusting him to make decisions like this. As for San Francisco, you have to understand the McCaffrey and Shanahan families are very close. I do think that's a factor in this. I literally have been to dinner with Ed McCaffrey and Mike Shanahan together at Shanahan's in Denver after an Air Force game, Army Air Force game a couple years ago. So families are very close. I do think it's interesting that the Niners gave up that many picks for a running back considering the success that they've had with other running backs, guys, undrafted guys, late-round picks. Here's why I think. I don't think Kyle Shanahan looks at Christian McCaffrey as a running back. I think he looks at him as a positionless player kind of like Debo Samuel. And now that he has two of them that can both be split out wide, both be in the slot, both run the jet sweeps, both run the exotic stuff out of the backfield, now you can't focus on either one. Now you got to really pick your poison. Coaches are looking for positionless players, and that's what I believe Shanahan looks at from Christian McCaffrey. He's a positionless player difference-making player, and clearly, I don't know if Kyle Shanahan thinks he's on the hot seat or what, but pretty clearly, the Niners are going for it this year. And I think they'll be happy to have him next year, whether it's Trey Lance or whoever at quarterback. One other thing I would say about that, Brian, um, you know, Brian knows this, the rest of you don't. We interviewed Ed McCaffrey on Wednesday. <laughs> I had been trying to get Ed to come on the show for a couple of weeks. We actually, he was the one that was going to come on a couple of weeks ago. 
Um, but we had a miscommunication. He thought 9.30 Mountain Time, but it was 9.30 Eastern Time. And then this past uh, Tuesday night, Tuesday I texted Ed, and I didn't hear back from a few hours. And then Albert Breer texted me back. Uh, so I, I texted Albert Breer because he had the Jim Ursay, Daniel Snyder stuff. He said, yes, he can come on. And then late at night, McCaffrey said he could come on. So I interviewed McCaffrey. It was actually honestly mainly about him being a head coach and how hard it is to be a head coach. But it will be interesting because we're going to play that interview next Wednesday. I'll text Ed and get a quote from him about the trade for Christian. But it was interesting to hear Ed talk about how Christian was handling being on the trade block and how Ed and Christian thought about it the day before he ultimately got traded, which I think is is pretty interesting. You know what else is interesting? How delicious Labatt Blue Light is. Football season means it is Labatt Blue Light season, and there's no better way to watch your team on game day than with the pristine Canadian goodness of a cold Labatt Blue Light in your hand. Stock up and be the MVP of your tailgate and share a Labatt on game day with your crew. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer all rights reserved. Labatt. U.S. trademark of Labatt Brewing Company, LTD. Want to know which team is going to win every single game on Sunday? Then listen up. Let's start with Cleveland Browns at the Baltimore Ravens. Like the Ravens for sure. You know, the Browns are kind of in disarray right now. The Browns' defense, extremely disappointing. I don't expect the Ravens to lose back-to-back games they keep getting these double-digit leads. They just don't hold them. I don't think Cleveland has what it takes to come from behind. I think Baltimore wins this one 24-17. Might be worse than that. 27-17, something like that. Tampa Bay at Carolina. Well, I'd be shocked if Carolina won this game. Sends a heck of a message. You know, the McCaffrey trade sends a second heck of a message to both teams, to be honest with you. I mean, it sends a message to the Carolina Panthers, yep, we are really rebuilding, fellas, really rebuilding. Sends a message to the um, the Niners, we're going for it. We believe in you guys. So I like the Bucks. Looks like it had quite an effect, by the way, on the betting line. Bucks would probably be a pretty darn good survivor pick this week if you didn't already use them. Yikes, Carolina, that message to that locker room. They had a pretty good defense, though. 24-10 Tampa. You can lock them up, Brightato. Your survivor slash knockout slash whatever you call it, pick of the week. Next game, Falcons at the Bengals. Bengals. Awesome game. Excited about the game. Don't understand the betting line, as I referenced on the Even Money podcast. It's actually gone up. More money's come in on the Cincinnati Bengals. I think it's going to be an awesome back-and-forth game. Now, Cincinnati's defense is clearly better than the Falcons' defense. Let's go 23-20 Cincinnati. They're playing at home. I think they're better. The Falcons are starting to get beat up on the back end. So that's going to hurt them. But they have have the right formula. Clock-eating, sustaining, 23-20 Bengals. Detroit Lions, Dallas Cowboys. Very interesting game as the Lions are coming off of a bye. And the Cowboys, who knows how rusty Dak may or may not be, right? I mean, 
that could be impactful in this game. If Dak comes out sluggish, gosh, if Dak came out really bad, do they end up going ahead and, I don't know, do they maybe bench him? I don't think so, but you never know. It's certainly possible. It's kind of wild to think about. At any rate, I think I think it's a good game. Now, the, the Cowboys' defense is just so good right now, but I think it's a good game. I think the Lions are in it all the way until the end. 27-24, I'm going to say. 27-24. Let's go with the Cowboys to take care of business at home, but I, I think the Lions are right there. Another Another, like, Heartbreaking loss for Detroit. New York Giants at the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm going with the Giants to win the game. I, I know a lot of people like the Jags in this one. I know the Jags are favored. I can't say I really understand that. You've got a team in the Jags, which has a demonstrated history of um, making the critical errors to not win close games, including their quarterback. And you have a team and the Giants that has won those games. Now, maybe the betters look at or the the sports books look at it as a uh, law of averages, regression of the mean or whatever in terms of these close games. I guess I can buy that. But I don't really care. I'm, I'm going to take the Giants to win the game. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go with the trends of these two teams in this game. 20 to 17, G Men, doggies, Brian. Crosses, underdog of the week. The Indianapolis Colts at the Tennessee Titans. Good game. Should be a good game. I know Fezzik thinks that the the Colts have a great chance to win the game. I'm not quite going to go there. I think it's a, uh, I think it's a good game. I think it's a close game. Um, I just think the Titans' D-line will still be able to beat up the Colts' O-line a little bit, even though the Colts' O-line played better. It's in Tennessee, coming off a week. Derrick Henry should be fresh. I'll take the Titans. Close, low-scoring game. Stop me if you heard this one before. 20-17, to 17, Titans. Packers at the Commanders. Gosh, I, I, I really dislike that name, Bri. I really, really dislike that name. I don't know if you saw yesterday, but Han Dotson reaggravated his hamstring. Like, I feel like the only news that comes from the commanders is bad news. Like, of course he did. Of course he reaggravated his hamstring. Packers have had a rough go of it losing back-to-back to the Giants and Jets. I can't imagine them losing the Commanders. I mean, then it would be like, it would be no longer relax. It would be hit the panic button if the Packers lose the Commanders. Although Heineke could give them a spark. Heineke getting the start at quarterback for Washington. I'm still going Green Bay. They find a way somehow. 23-17 pack. New York Jets at the Denver Broncos. Speaking of trades, how about Elijah Moore, second-year wide receiver from Ole Miss, missed practice yesterday, frustrated with his role, wants a trade. I mean, Elijah, he's played more snaps than any other receiver. They've won three in a row. 
you're a second year player. That feels premature to me. I, I look, I am all about guys. They're independent contractors. They're trying to get their money. I I I am I'm here for it, right? But it's your second year, six games in, your team's winning. Feels like a bad look and really early for Elijah to go with the trade request. Feels like it would have been a lot better if this was more like a um I don't know, just behind the scenes, make it clear that you want the ball a little bit more. I don't know. Speaking of behind the scenes, Bri, you can get on the scene for tonight's Padres Phillies game. I actually had my cousin um, texted me and asked if if uh, you know he was thinking about going. What my thoughts were. Uh, I think he's going to one of these next couple games. Any rate, I can go tonight. I can't because I'm up at West Point. Padres at Phillies, one hundred and seventy four dollars on the game time app. That is awesome. I mean, to be at the NLCS tonight, most important playoff game for the Philadelphia Phillies in at least 12 years, $174 in the game time app, which is kind of addicting, actually, because you just keep looking at, like, cities where you are near. Like, for me, it's like Baltimore, uh, New York, Philly, and seeing what they have, because you know it's the guaranteed lowest price on any sport, show, uh, concert. Just download the Game Time app like I did. Create an account. Redeem code Ross for $20 off your first purchase. Again, that's Ross for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Download Game Time. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Houston Texans at the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders. I think the Texans won their last game before their bye against the Jags, coming off a bye. Fired Easterby. So they've got some things going on down there. But Raiders are just a more talented team. Although keep an eye on the status of Renfro and Waller. I'm not sure either one of those guys are going to play again. I was just very impressed by the Raiders last time out against the Chiefs and how they looked really across the board. I think the, I think the Raiders take it to the Texans. 23-13 Raiders. Seahawks at the Chargers. So this should be a good game. This should be a back-and-forth game. Chargers are still pretty beat up. Seahawks kind of have their mojo going with Kenneth Walker. What's the frequency, Kenneth, you shout? What what group, Bri? REM 1996, I believe. Wow. So you're like that with music, Bri? Like you actually know the years? Sometimes. It depends. I just remember when that song came out, and it just flashed a memory of where I was and I remember 1996. That's amazing. I love that. That was my senior year of high school. Well, junior year and then senior year of high school football. I'll take the Chargers playing at home, but I think it's an awesome high-scoring game. Let's get let's have some fun in this one. 31-28. Chargers. Go Chargers, go. Chiefs and the 49ers. So um Interesting that it feels like they might have a package for McCaffrey in the game in the red zone, according to Ian Rappaport. He's literally flying there today on a Friday, and they might have a package of plays for him in the game. That's wild. That's the NFL for you. You know, it does give the Niners a little bit of a boost. I'm still not picking them to beat the Chiefs. 
not after what I saw. That it's not a big betting line. I mean, they think it's close. I I like the Chiefs to still win the game. How often do the Chiefs lose back to back games? Not very is the answer. Niners are still pretty beat up on defense. 27-20 Chiefs. Sunday night football, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Miami Dolphins. Both quarterbacks look good to go. Kenny Pickett, as well as Tua Tungavailoa. Got to think the NFL is a little bit queasy about that one. I probably said that earlier in the week. I like the Dolphins to win the game. I think they're the better team playing at home. Although, wait till you see how many Steelers fans will be there. Like, a lot. A lot. Still, I'll take the Dolphins to get this thing done. Steelers defense is pretty good, though. Um, 23-16. 23-16 Dolphins. A bunch of field goals for both teams. In fact, three field goals for both teams. 23-16. Tua and the boys get it done. Now, you can't see every touchdown to that game, Bri, on red zone because that's after the red zone's over. But all the other games we went over, you can see every touchdown every Sunday thanks to NFL Red Zone, which is available on Sling Blue Plus Sports Extra, which is how you can get the TV you love for a price you'll also still love. Watch every touchdown live every Sunday afternoon with NFL Red Zone on Sling. For a limited time, get Sling Blue and add on Sports Extra with NFL Red Zone for half off your first month. Regular price is 46 now only 23 that's right. You get the best deal on Red Zone, so you can catch all the touchdowns at the lowest price with Sling TV. Visit sling.com slash DraftKings to sign up today. And let's bring it home with Monday Night Football, the Patriots hosting the Bears. Well, the Patriots are on an absolute roll. Uh, the Bears obviously have some challenges, especially offensively. I would be stunned if the Patriots lost this game. I like the Patriots quite a bit. The only sort of fly in the ointment is I think Mac Jones will be the starter coming back from injury. And what if he comes out and is rusty? What if he plays poorly? What if he plays bad? Then maybe that gives the Bears a chance. Then maybe Belichick benches him for Bailey Zappi at some point. I'm going to say Patriots win the game. I don't picture the Bears scoring very many points on this Patriots defense. 23-13, and you can lock up the Patriots, Brian, because that's what I did in my Survivor League. Your Survivor slash knockout slash whatever you call it, pick of the week. What's Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, HumanHeadNYC.com, SteakhouseSports.com, Go-Bangles.com, Evergreen Economics, Vision Comics with an X, BackOfficeScheduler.com, and The Gift you need to get that person that you need to get a gift for. It's myfrontpagestory.com, the gift that keeps on giving. Have an awesome weekend, everybody. Saturday, I am doing the Army-Louisiana-Monroe game, noon, CBS Sports Network. I love when you guys take a picture right at the start of the game and send it to me on social media. It's like an automatic retweet if you'd like it, and I appreciate it. Then I got to race home. I got a big bot mitzvah to get to, Bri. Can't wait. Love bot mitzvahs. I'm going for MVP. I'm going for most valuable partier. I think we're done here. 
Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.